This is the Coach's Wife Life Podcast. I'm Kristen Ergel, your host, a former TV sports reporter and fellow college football coach's wife. I'll go one-on-one with the strong women who are the backbone of college athletics and athletics of all levels. And now, Coach's Wife Life. This podcast is brought to you by Brewer of Hope. Brewer of Hope is a nonprofit that supports medically fragile children. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible donation, you can use Venmo at Brewer-Hope or online at BrewerofHope.org. It's my honor to bring Jane Johnson on the podcast. Jane is the wife of Trevor Johnson, head volleyball coach for Liberty University. Thank you so much for being a part of us. Thank you for having me. Well, if you listen to the podcast, you know I love stats, so you got to check this out. An accomplished player turned coach, Coach Johnson came to Liberty having the distinction of being the only athlete in the history of NAIA to win a national championship as a player, assistant coach, and a head coach. Johnson has got a Liberty to win improvements in each of his first two seasons at the helm. In 2019, the Lady Flames posted 21 and 12 record, including 11 and 5 and A Sun play. Liberty made its first postseason appearance since 2012, competing in the NIVC, where the Lady Flames earned two wins and qualified for quarterfinals. Prior to that, you spent time at Texas A&M and other places. When you look back, what stands out to you as to why coach is getting his team to perform at such a high level? I think Trevor really cares about each individual player. He um, always tells the recruits volleyball is a small picture of the bigger picture. And so really caring about their future and their just well-being as individuals, I think they see that care and they're able to just come together as a team to fight together. Now, where did you grow up and did you ever see your life as a coach's wife? Um, no, <laughs> I grew up in Southern California in a city called Downey, which is about 50 miles south of Los Angeles. Um, yeah, and I know I've never I never thought I'd be a coach's wife. <laughs> now, how did you meet Coach Trevor Johnson? We um, met in college. We both went to California Baptist University. And at that time, it was a lot smaller than it is now. Um, and we met during freshman orientation and we became friends and um, started dating about our junior year. So how many years has that been now? Um, I don't even know. <laughs> a, <long time. laughs> a little while. Okay. Do you guys have kids? We do. We have Riley. He's our son. He is 12. And Chloe, she is eight. Wow. Now volleyball is typically a fall sport. Am I right? And then, okay. So what's a home game look like for you? Like, do you, what time do you get there? Do you, do you get to go to most of the home games? Yes. So home games, usually we typically get there about um, 30 minutes early and I just like to just sit and watch the girls warm up. Um, and depending on if it's like during, cause I work also, if it's during the school day, I may take the day off to go watch, but um. Yeah, it's just a family event that we love to go to. Do you travel to the way games if they're close by? That, no games are really close by. <laughs> they're all, um, usually you have to take a flight. Wow. So we're not able to go um, unless during preseason, um, if they play somebody close by, um, we sometimes tag along with them on the bus. Now, do you have any fun traditions after a big win? After a bit, usually have his staff over um, for dinner is what we usually do. Um, he's very big on, um, I guess, becoming a family with his staff. And so I know that he always talks about how he couldn't do it without his assistants and his grad assistants. And he also has a volunteer. Oh, wow. So do you cook for this? Do you get it catered? 
Um, I, we, I don't cook for it. Usually he'll barbecue grill. <laughs> um, or we, yeah, we'll do takeout or something. Oh, it's fun. Now, do you love the sport of volleyball? Did you grow up fo- uh, following it or playing it or anything? I, I didn't grow up playing it. I actually didn't play a sport growing up, which I regret now. Um, but I worked for um, the concession stands and would shag balls, like for game management at Cal Baptist. And so I was just around it a lot, working it. <laughs> yeah. And you enjoy it now. I'm sure you, you're yes. there every game, really into it. Yes, now I do. Now, what do you think? I know that there's high highs. You, we've talked about it, how he's, you know, seen him as a national champion and different levels. You've been there, mm-hmm. those high highs. And there's also lows. I mean, this is not like a easy thing, profession right. to have. Right. What do you think has been some of the toughest adversity you faced? And what did you rely on to get through those moments? Um, gosh, I think this past spring season was really tough. Um, just with COVID and um one of his um, starters, who was a freshman, she actually broke her leg during one of the mm. games. Wow. Um, so she's out until I believe uh, 2022 fall. And then I think a, a week after that, maybe another player uh, tore her ACL. Mm. Um, so like you said, there are very highs and very lows. And I think for us, it's just um, knowing through our heart that we grow in that. Um, there's so much to be learned during our struggles. And so we both try to just remember what can we gain from this and what can we learn? Yeah, definitely. Now, how long have you been a coach's wife? Um, 13 years now. 13 years. Wow. What's one thing you're glad that you made a priority in your life? I think we, one, um, we're believers. And so I think my faith um, has helped me tremendously. Um, As you know, he travels a lot um, for recruiting, even when he's in season. So it's almost year round. And so I think my my walk with the Lord um, and relying on him has made things a lot easier. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now you've been the backbone of a very successful coach. What do you think you've done that's contributed to the success of his career and your lives as a family? I, I just try to make his life easier at home. Um, my dad, he's passed away now, but he'd always tell me, you know, Trevor has such a hard job. He is on 24 seven, um, which is so true. And so I just try when he gets home to make sure, you know, he doesn't need to worry about, you know, dinner or, you know, laundry or the kids, you know, schedules and that I kind of have the household things taken care of. Now, do you work outside the home as well? I do. So um, for the first almost 10 years, I, um, I was a full-time teacher. Wow. Um, it wasn't until we moved here to Liberty um, that I worked part-time as a teacher for two years, and now I'm back to full-time. So, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> now you've moved coast to coast. I think I was looking at it, Concordia, Baylor, A&M. I think, you, like you said, start out in California. So when you're moving to these places and you have kids and you're trying to find a job, what are some of the ways that you've found effective when you're trying to get connected to right. people you trust for childcare and a job? Um, the first thing we do is we try to find a church. Um, and within the church, we try to find a life group, um, just a group of people we can live life with. Um, and so that's been really helpful when we moved to Texas and also to hear. Um, and usually a coach um, will usually give us information about, you know, what doctors, what dentists, and just things like that, that have been very helpful also. Now, a big part of college coaching is recruiting. Do you follow that at all? I 
don't follow his recruiting. I do hear him talking to certain girls um, when he has like the phone calls. So just by hearing the names over and over, I kind of know who they are. Um, when, before COVID, when the girls would come on official visits, we, our family would usually go with them out to dinner. Um, and that was always fun just to get to know them and their parents. Absolutely. Do a lot of, uh, interview a lot of football wives mm -hmm. and it's different, the unique relationship they have with their players or male, but do you mm -hmm. get involvement, um, since the players are female, do you get to be around them a little bit more or so what I'm, ways do you try to connect with them? I'm super, I'm introverted. So I'm not as, um, outgoing as Trevor is. Um, but there are some girls that will, um, that I just, I'll talk to and we'll go grab coffee and we'll talk and, um, I just, for those girls who want, need encouragement or just need someone to chat, to chat with, I'm um, available for them. I think he has about 18 on his roster right now. Wow. Um, and again, because of COVID, it's been tough. Really, we haven't seen him as much as we usually do. Mm -hmm. What are some of the, do y'all have events that you typically do to try to um, get them to, I guess, unify? It's some off the field type of things. Mm -hmm. So we usually have study breaks, one in the fall and one in the spring during finals week, where we just provide snacks and dessert where they can come by and just um, hang out and just, you know, relieve their stress. Uh, we didn't have that this year, <laughs> right? but that's something that we host at our house um, for the girls. And um, there's always, I, I'm, I'm sure other teams have it too, but just preseason um, dinners and postseason dinners and things like that. Now, I know you have a staff. Do you have some other wives on the staff that you get to connect with? Yes. So Trevor's, um, the associate head coach, Brett, his wife, Maddie, actually um, was Trevor's player at Concordia. Um, and so was her husband, Brett. They're both his players at Concordia. Um, they came to Texas A&M when we were there. And, um, he was a volunteer. And then when Trevor got the Liberty job, he hired him as his assistant. So um Yes, we've been blessed with just um, them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Someone to connect with and mm -hmm. someone to move with. That's always a challenge when you're right. moving somewhere. And uh, definitely. Now, for the two of you, what are some of the things you try to do to stay connected during the season? During the season, we try to have one-on-one -on -one date nights, but sometimes it's, it's tough um, because he is so busy. I don't know if he has an off night or if there is an off night um the kids usually have sports um but we usually on the weekends in the mornings we'll just have coffee together um and just catch up and kind of chat then which is good now i'm hearing you're working full-time you have kids you're running them to sports do you ever get any downtime um <laughs> no i um I, we have a Peloton, which I'm so happy about. So that's my downtime. Like, I'm like, just give me 30 minutes on it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so, good. So. so that's your thing. Yeah. Definitely. So what would you say are most rewarding aspects to you about being a coach's wife? I think just the impact he has on young people's lives. Um, so he still keeps in touch with um, a player. Like he used to, he coached at Cal Baptist also, um, and she's now the nutritionist for the Los Angeles Kings hockey team. Um, wow. Some of the men's that he's coached, um, one of them's like the coach over at Vanguard for the men's team. So just seeing that growth and seeing how he's positively impacted them, I think um, is just tremendous. And I think he has such an amazing job where he's able to do that. Um, and 
um, just affect them in a good way. So is there an all-time favorite moment? Was it, would it have to be the national championships? Yeah. So that was with the men's team. He actually recruited that team. It was, I guess, brought that team into existence. It was the first year that they ever had that team. So he recruited everybody. Wow. And they, um, won the national, the NAIA national championship. So that was, um, that was amazing to see, um, just how the team stepped up to whatever position that they needed to be. Um, he talked a lot about having a lot of depth in each position, um, that if one person was hurt or struggling, he was able to put someone else in and they, you know, stepped up to the plate. So it was just, um, great to see that. And the camaraderie within the men's team was amazing too. That's really special. Something you'll remember for a lifetime Mm -hmm. and many more memories to come. So you have rapid fire questions. Are Mm -hmm. you ready? Yes. Okay. What's the last book you have read? Um, It's called, it's not supposed to be this way by Lisa Turkhurst. You love it. Did you like it? Yes, it was good. Um, I lost both my parents in a year span. So Mm. um, that book helped me kind of just through hard times. So yes. Wow coach surprises you walks in the door with concert tickets what would be printed on that ticket I would I would have to say elevation worship yes (laughs) if you could have dinner with someone other than a family member current or from history who would that be um I would say Lauren Daigle yes you get a night alone what show would you binge watch I love the Hallmark channel the um Christmas movies (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Those are super fun. What's your go-to meal to cook? Uh, spaghetti and meatballs. Do you make it from scratch or do you? I do make it from scratch. Oh, mm-hmm. homemade meatballs. Yeah, it's a favorite. You're going to have to share that recipe with us. What sport can you beat your coach in? Um, none, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> What's one thing non-tech you can't live without? Um, dessert. I love dessert. If you had a superpower, what would that be? I would say seeing into the future because I, I just want to know everything. <laughs> Same. Thank you so much, Shane, for sharing with us. This has been super fun. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This podcast is brought to you by Brewer of Hope. Brewer of Hope is a nonprofit that supports medically fragile children. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible donation, you can use Venmo at Brewer-Hope or online at BrewerofHope.org. For a replay of this episode or previous episodes, visit CoachesWifeLife.org and follow us on social media at CoachesWifeLife.